WIRK HD3 Indian Town. Programming paid for by Vic Canales Media Group. Broadcasting from the Robes Studio. Injured recently? Call the Robes Law Group where winning is a habit. 561-570-5700. 561-570-5700. Robes winning for you and our community. Oldies 95.9 and 106.9. Good morning. I'm Earl Stewart. I welcome you to Earl Stewart on Cars, a live talk show all about how to buy, lease, maintain, or repair your car without being ripped off by a car dealer. With me in the studio is Nancy Stewart, my wife, co-host, and a strong consumer advocate, especially for our female listeners. We also have Rick Kearney, an expert on how to keep your car running right. I dare you to ask a question that Rick can't answer about the mechanics or electronics of your car. Also, with us is my son, Stu Stewart, our link to cyberspace through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Stu is also the spymaster director of our mystery shopping report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership. And now, on with the show. Good morning, everybody. Well, the team is back. It seems like our team's been modified here and there. Uh, we're very flexible and adaptable. My son, Josh Stewart is uh, replacing Stu Stewart. Temporarily. Uh, I beg your pardon? Temporarily. Temporarily. (laughs) He he had to be sure to get that in there. Uh, We had to twist his arm a little bit. He's a little mic shy, but when he gets here, he does an amazing job. But everybody's a little mic shy, I guess. I mean, it's good. The the adrenaline thing gives you the energy. So now you're not under contract, Josh, and Stu will be back uh, next Saturday. So. And, uh, of course, we got Rick Kearney, uh, who is back. He had a little of a cold, or what was it? Uh, uh, you, I know you didn't have COVID. But you had, uh, you had, I'm guessing just some nasty head, head yeah. cold bug that just but, knocked know, me down. We believe in erring on the uh, side of caution. And so uh, he st- stuck it out last Saturday. He's back, looking great. And I told him if he sneezed or coughed, put the mask on immediately. Yep. And uh, ultra caution, that's what we're doing, folks. Uh, this is uh, July 31st, 2021, and we're here with uh, the COVID uh, situation and the, uh, the variant, the uh, Delta variant, and, and we're dealing with it. And uh, we wish you all the health in the world out there, and we urge you to take all the necessary precautions. And uh, uh, Mrs. Uh, I started to say Mrs. Sunrise. I will say Mrs. Sunrise. I wear a lot Nancy, of hats. Nancy Short, Nancy Short got herself a really cool black mask, but it's an N95, KN95, and she's got it up uh, peaked on her microphone. She might put it on later just to show off. But be careful out there, folks. I mean, it's, uh, it's heating up again, but it's going to get better. And we're here to talk about cars. We're not going to talk about COVID. Uh, we're here to help you, um, I guess, negotiate the minefields of car dealerships and auto repair facilities during the COVID crisis because things have changed and prices have gone through the roof with cars. Repairs too, I never thought about that, but any way they can raise prices, inflation has reared its ugly head, but not everywhere. And uh, two of the leaders, if you look at the top 10 factors in the inflation rate today, used cars and new cars. Mm I mean, what what car dealers are charging is obscene is a word I... Monstrous. Monstrous, yeah, is, is monstrous. And uh, there's something called the Manufacturer's Suggested Retail Price, 
which to me has always been a, a guidepost. Remember, suggested, MSRP suggested. The manufacturers suggest this price, and yet uh, car dealers don't seem to like the suggestion very much <laughs> because even before COVID, if they could get you over sticker, uh, they do it. And uh, uh, there's a vernacular term in the car industry among car dealers called a slam dunk. I might have coined that. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wouldn't played, be surprised. I, I played basketball, and maybe that's where it came from. Who knows? I'll take credit for it. Uh, because that means that you just charge too much money uh, to the customer, unsuspecting customer. And what's worse, the customer thought they got a good deal. And uh, today, virtually all prices are slam dunks because... Most of the prices are over MSRP, Manufacturer Suggested Retail Price. And we're going to talk about that today. We'd like to hear your feedback. Love to have your experience from your uh, car buying, shopping, or whatever it may be, the dealerships all around the country that you've been into. Love to hear from you. Uh, we have a, a network of uh, communication vehicles here. Uh, you probably get tired of hear, hearing it every week, the regular listeners. So my apologies. The 877-960-9960. I've only been saying that for 20 years, but I forget it every now and then. You know, it's not an interesting uh, memory thing. If you have it in front of you and you don't commit it to memory because you know you can look at it, every now and then I'll blank on that. 877-960-9960. Look, I, I snuck a look. It's a crutch. It is, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so most of you know that number that are regular. Text number 772 Four nine seven six five three zero seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero. So easy to remember. Our latest uh, communication vehicle, really cool. I love it. And uh, I looked at my uh, iPhone when I came in this morning in the car, and we got a bunch of anonymous feedbacks. Uh, YourAnonymousFeedback.com. That's a link. A URL. What's URL stand for, Josh? Universal Resource Locator. Yeah, that's a mouthful. Uh, I like Link. Do I get a $50? Oh, no, never mind. <laughs> that's for something else. Your anonymous feedback. Y-O-U-R-A-N-O-N-Y-M-O-U-S feedback.com. And we don't know who you are when you send that in. For some reason, I, you know, I, I, I can't figure out. I need to ask a psychologist why this is. I don't consider myself a privacy nut. Uh, I don't consider, you know, I'm, I'm open, I'm public, I'm a public figure. And, uh, you know, I, everything about me is out there. Well, not everything. <laughs> I got yeah, let's clarify that. Everything outside of the statute of limitations is out there. Everything's out there except. <laughs> anyway, uh, you're... <laughs> Your anonymousfeedback.com. <laughs> Rick's we want leaving. OER. Say anything you want. <laughs> spit it out. Let us have it. We love constructive criticism, but if you want to send us some destructive criticism, that's okay too. Profanity, vulgarity, everything is accepted on your anonymous feedback, but we won't read it. We will expedite, delete it. Expedite, expedite, we'll delete redact it. it. Yeah. So you can tell me to go expletive delete myself if you want to. <laughs> and that's okay. I think we have a couple of those today. Where are we going no. this morning? I have no idea. <laughs> I think some, I think you spiked my coffee. I'm, I'm, I'm going nutty here. I, and um, 
Anyway, let's get around. Let's get. Let's. I'm gonna go to Rick first because we really missed him last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had no idea uh, what I hold on the show when uh, Rick wasn't here. We tried to have him on the telephone, and with the delay or technical difficulties, some other stuff, it was. Uh, you were probably sweating bullets. I mean, we were talking to you, and you couldn't hear us, or we couldn't hear you. Anyway, you're right back. Well, we, we had some microphone issues last week. It was my mic kept getting muted. Yeah. But. This week, back and ready to go, yeah. and ready to have some fun. Mike's too. I'm uh, Mike. Uh, I said, you just said Mike. So <laughs> Rick, <laughs> can I call you Mike? Sure. Uh, Rick. <laughs> Anything is, but late to dinner. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when you had Giddy and Silly, I think we're losing listeners. I think our I think our listeners just dropped in half. No, Earl's drunk. They like Earl's it. drunk. Let's just, let's listen to music. <laughs> I'm not drunk. I'm just drunk with happiness. And uh, anyway, Rick. Uh, Rick is a certified diagnostic master technician. He's too modest to say this, but he knows more about cars than anybody I know, and I know a lot of people. I mean, I've been doing this since 1968. I've had, when I first started business, we called them grease monkeys, and then we called them mechanics, and now we call them, uh, and we call them certified diagnostic master technicians, and they're computer scientists. It's amazing how the trade uh, has uh, become uh, very, very elite, and it's getting more and more so. And uh, it's going to be kind of interesting to see what you do with a computer on, literally, a computer on wheels, a totally autonomous car. It'll probably be sealed. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do we need you for? It'll be sealed. You'll, uh, you'll, you'll have a plug-in, so you'll be you'll be reading your computer, right? You'll need somebody there. Yeah. Realistic is what he'll do for you when you call 877-960-9960, or when you go to YouTube dot com forward slash Earl on Cars and Rick monitors YouTube by the way so if you do a YouTube bam he'll be on it ask him a question you got about your car before you go in to see the dealer or the independent mechanic or Pep Boys or uh, Firestone or Goodyear wherever you take your car call Rick first I bet you he can save you some money he might tell you uh, you can fix it yourself he might tell you where you can get it fixed free at the very least he can probably diagnose it close enough where he can give you an estimate. So, Rick Kearney, youtube.com forward slash Earl on Cars, or call us, 877-960-9960. Text us, 772-497-6530. Now, um, I got Nancy Stewart, my co-host. She's uh, throwing papers on the floor. And she's shuffling uh, papers. Yeah, I'm doing my thing. And she's doing her thing. And Trying she, to find my hat. She is, and I use the name shamelessly, our female advocate there. I mean, we were attacked a few couple of weeks ago about using the word female as sexist. I've scratched my head. I've looked for another word. And female's the best I can do. It's a, To me, it's a scientific term. Actually not, because... I'm a male and she's a female. Why, I mean, why can't she be Sometimes. something? And I'm, I mean, why do you have to add a, a, pre, a prefix to my name to give her name? And, and, ah, but I digress. That's a, another discussion for another, another day. Another discussion, <laughs> But Nancy uh, has brought our female listenership up to parity over the many, many years we've been doing this show together. And uh, we have a, a cadre of uh, interested females out there uh, contributors, and uh, the first oh, I won't say it. I'm letting Nancy tell you. She has a very special uh, cash offer to encourage new listeners 
of the female persuasion to call the show. Nancy? I do indeed. Good morning, everyone, and welcome. You're an extremely important part of this show, and uh, we appreciate your company Saturday in and Saturday out. So give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960, and uh, you can take advantage of www.youranonymousfeedback.com. Uh, you can use that in many ways, as Earl well detailed earlier. Uh, but this morning, I want to talk to the ladies, and uh, I want to thank you for, well, empowering and supporting this uh, amazing platform to connect to women. And we offer you $50, $50 for the first two new lady callers. And... Uh, you're very, very important to the show, and uh, the car dealers out there that uh, don't understand the financial power that you have, well, it's a, a financial disaster for them, and uh, the, well, dealership that they're running or they own, and whether it's a, a success or a failure. And, you know, before I go on, um, I noticed that uh, uh, there there are a lot of uh, there, there are a lot of listeners out there that don't realize what an impact uh, words are when a woman comes into the dealership. And uh, today, it still exists, that boys club. And uh, one day, one day, I hope that uh, things will be a whole lot better. And I won't have to mention this as often because I know there are listeners out there that are eh, kind of tired of hearing certain well, innuendos that I mentioned, but all uh, the, all one the of the male chauvinist pigs are tired of that. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, you know, there are men out there that are very respectful, more respectful to women than they are men. So it just depends on what area you're in, how old you are, most of all, how empowered you are by knowledge knowledge is power but one of the things that are most annoying to me whenever i read uh, even the consumer report or i'm on the internet and i'm looking at things that have to do with purchasing a car leasing a car anything in the auto industry and that's the emotional uh look the emotional words that they concentrate. I say the they. I don't. I don't want to uh, name anyone in specifically, but we are looked at as very emotional. Everything is based on emotion, and that is so wrong. So, anyway, ladies, what do you have to say about that, men? Please give me a call. I give you a special invitation to give me a call, 877-960-9960. And don't forget, if you want to really get knee-deep and dirty, www.youranonymousfeedback.com. Okay. Uh, Josh Stewart is the uh, Cybermaster with Stu Stewart. Uh, on vacation, being back next Saturday. Temporary. And uh, he, 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 he's running our our cyber department where we sneak into dealerships and uh, and pretend to buy a car. And um, I'll, I'll turn the mic over to, to Josh. We we used a um, substitute uh, shopper. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a last minute substitution, but thank, thankfully we have a deep bench with the Earl on Cars mystery mm -hmm. shopping team. So we're excited to 
announced Agent Storm went into the field this week. Interesting. Yeah, Agent Lightning took some well-deserved time off, and uh, yeah, I think he'll be uh, he'll be pleased with the report this week. Fantastic. Yeah. Can we ask if it's a female or male? Uh, sure. Uh, it's a female. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, this, we're all we're all pushing for this. So. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, in, in my opinion, I think uh, they make a, a far more su- a superior mystery shopper. I agree, and uh, and we've had nothing but we have, we started back with. Did we start with Agent X? Yes, yeah. He was the, the yeah. legendary Agent X. Was yeah, still, I still see him on Facebook every now and then or somewhere. I see him. Maybe it's in my, your dreams. my nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> Agent X, if you're listening, I'm only teasing. We love you. We love you. And uh, he, he, he went to California, didn't he? Uh, he's all over the place. All over the place. Everywhere. Yeah. At any rate. Um, <laughs> They're chasing him. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's one step ahead of the law. He's in yeah. a he's in a protected program. <laughs> uh, well, let, let's let's jump into our. I got a text here. Yeah. If you want the yeah, let's the, do that. the kickoff text from Anne Marie. Uh, good morning, she says. Bigger is not always better for everyone. I couldn't agree more. I have a friend who loves her Toyota Matrix. She says the Rav Four is just too big for her. Is there a chance that Toyota will bring back the Matrix anytime soon? Um, I don't. I can feel that um it's not going to happen i don't believe but there is a there is a a a car in our lineup now that is sort of like the matrix it's the corolla hatchback and they are coming out with something called the corolla cross which Mm -hmm. is a brand new model and it's sort of that hatchbacky sort of body style and that's coming out this fall so um it may not be the matrix which by the way i loved and it was a very smart car um but there's a a a nice substitute out there i'm not like that I'm going to piggyback that because Anne Marie, uh, uh, her thought was uh, bigger isn't necessarily better. Uh, and uh, I think you're right about that, but uh, smaller isn't necessarily better either. And I think cars got too small. And, uh, you know, um, uh, some of you know that I'm a physicist uh, uh, by education. And, uh, and there is something about the size of two objects that meet in a collision, and uh, the law of physics says that the you know the giant truck will win the battle between the uh, what's the smallest car on the road today? That smart car, a mini car, a, a yeah. mini roadster, yeah, mini or a smart mini, car, like smart for two, smart. yeah. So so I I think there is a uh, no matter how safe you build a, a teeny weeny car. <laughs> Remember that picture you took of yeah. the smart car in the uh, parking lot yeah. when it's, we were together. And unfortunately, because cars tend to get uh, larger, or at least they have for a while, uh, I don't know when that's going to stop, but I think they're still, the trucks are still getting larger. And, you, and more people are buying trucks and vans and SUVs than ever before. So, so if you're driving a small car, I think the smaller cars, like the Matrix, uh, will be replaced. But they'll still be smaller cars, but just not teeny-weeny cars. I think, yeah. like the university, the cars, had, they started to expand and contract, and now they're expanding again, just to yeah. speak to your physics background. Yeah. Errol said, stand, be, stand beside the smart car, I'm going to take a picture. Mm-hmm. I looked tall. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I looked very tall. And, and, of course, human beings are getting bigger, too. And there was a time, you know, when small cars were big cars, I Wait, guess. You're shrinking. Uh, I am sure. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, they'll make small cars for old guys like me. <laughs> I, I meant losing weight, not, 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 not height. 
Well, my height, I've lost two inches. You know, so I used to love my Pontiac Bonneville uh, two-door. I had a huge amount of leg room. And well, you guys, my sons ride with me, and they laugh because I had the seat all the way back. I'm still, I still put the seat all the way back, just like I was six foot five. You drive like yeah. you're in a chaise lounge. Well, he's, like a, he's, he's uh, like a rapper. Okay. He's we're, a <laughs> we're digressing a lot. We need to move along. Next text here. We're in the weeds. I'm digressing, not you. Uh, no problem. Uh, we got one from Frank here. Uh, know how you like Costco. <laughs> um, I, this is not really auto related. I'm sorry. Say it's a screenshot of a uh, of six pounds of meat for 750 bucks at Costco. Apparently, it's Japanese wagyu. So uh, oh. um, I didn't know this was a. I thought Erlon steak is on Sundays between. Yeah. I, I believe right. it is at uh, yeah. 8 p.m. Frank, I, I'm way ahead of you on that, and uh, <laughs> I I have thought about it, and you know at some point. It isn't that I, I'll admit, I have a lot of money. I mean, I'm, I've been working hard all my life. That's got, not go got crazy. a nice business, <laughs> and I can afford to buy things. But I, some things reach a price where you say, if I pay that, I'm just stupid. <laughs> and that's where the, the Wagyu goes. Uh, even at Costco, which probably has the best Wagyu cost. Oh, I bet, yeah. Yeah, and, and just... Uh, did Frank say how much it was? It's seven hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, I mean, or six pounds of wagyu. Yep. I mean, I, I could afford is it. Is it really that tasty? I, but I would choke is on it. Is it really that? I find it is not. Could, yeah, how good could it be? It is not. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, never it's had it. probably tasty, but not seven hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> my fault. It's my fault. We're digressing. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna bring the train back on the track here with Costco, as I have I have any bounce this office too, or you. Uh, or hey, excuse me. Before you go on, I have to uh, I, I have to make a comment about that money that you're bragging about, <laughs> and uh, I find this is an opportune time to let you know that I did order my own Tesla. Uh-huh. Yeah. Very good. And I put so it down. So you had to payment. bring the train off the track again, didn't you? I did. Okay. <laughs> now we're back to. Tell the, us about that Barracuda you used to drive. <laughs> we're back on the track. Here is now. This is serious, folks. Here is a ingenious idea because I thought of it. This morning, when I was over-caffeinated, my son's kidding me about that, but I was highly caffeinated this morning, and this thought came to my mind. How do you buy a car during the COVID crisis when car prices are at an all-time high? Even the prices of my dealership are charging are at an all-time high, but we stay below MSRP or never go over mm-hmm. MSRP. Uh, other dealers are all that most of the dealers are way over MSRP so what do you do well I've said before just don't buy a car wait till this microchip shortage is over and then two months from now or three months from now then then buy a car and you can get a really good price wait don't buy the car today then the thought occurred to me now Josh what do you think about this Josh is in the trenches every day I think you're the worst car salesman I've ever heard (laughs) (laughs) well you're right about that and I'm afraid to even go into my own dealership because my salesman attacked me when I say don't buy a car and uh, I have to go and not only wear a mask I wear a helmet when I go in anyway how about that bulletproof go to Costco and see what the price is on on a car that you want to buy. Costco's got the best auto buying program. So use the Costco auto buying program and go into the dealership, but don't buy the car that they have in stock. Order the car you want. And you order, when you order a car, the bad news is you gotta wait. The good news is you get exactly what you want and you have time to think about it. And uh, so you go into, you wanna buy a Buick, you go into Schumacher Buick and you, uh, 
and you go to Costco, they're a Costco member, and, uh, and you say, this is the price today, and I'm gonna, I will order the car at that price, but I want to, you to change that price to the Costco price when the car comes in, and order a car that you know is gonna be coming in in a week. You know, if you order a car from the manufacturer, I don't mean order a car that they get from the West Palm Beach Buick dealer versus the North Palm Beach. Mm -hmm. You'll have that the same day. Order a car from the manufacturer and they put in there, I'm making this up as I go along, and say in there, I, I expect delivery no sooner than 60 days. And of course, you could put in no later than 180 days, you know. Mm -hmm. So you got a time frame that would be right around 90 days. And then you have the option in your contractual agreement with the dealer to change that price that you agreed to today. And it'll be right on the contract. Today's Costco price or Costco price 90 days from today. You have your cake and eat it too. I think that'll give you a fighting chance. It'll give you a fighting chance. So uh, uh, what do you think about that idea? You attorneys out there especially, what do you think about that? And you can use TrueCar, same way. And there are other third-party car buying services, I prefer Costco. And if you're not a Costco member, pay the 60 bucks or 65 bucks for an annual membership. Uh, and it's nickels and dimes compared to the money you'll save. Yeah, you can make up for that in the free samples. Exactly. Okay, <laughs> back to text. Okay, well, I don't have any more text right now, but I do have uh, some anonymous feedbacks I can get to, or Nancy uh, might have okay, something. Okay, um, you know, real quick, um, I've got uh, John on the line, but I want to mention before we take his call, uh, I want to thank you, John, for, uh, you know, week in, week out, updating me by sending me some news articles, and uh, I truly appreciate it. I don't always get a chance to thank you, uh, but a recent uh, article that John sent me was in reference to the uh, Crypto King, and uh, he was driving, uh, and this is uh, from uh, CNBC. That's a rich he, guy, right? Rich he, guy? Uh, he's a, yeah, the Crypto yeah. King, yeah. and uh, he is uh, very, very wealthy. Uh, so anyway, he was driving the Tesla Plaid, and uh, it burst into into flames, and uh, this guy's worth uh, I don't know a billion over over a billion dollars, and uh, he was uh, I believe he was outside of uh, Philadelphia, uh, and it took responders 90 minutes to put that out, mm -hmm. and. Uh, mm. It is uh, it is really frightening, startling that these things happen, mm -hmm. you know, without uh, notice. Yeah. So uh, anyway, John is on the phone, and uh, he'd like to speak to us, and he calls us from Palm City. Good morning, John. Well, thank you for the reference. I just want to mention what Nancy brought up, financial power. And I know Earl and Nancy know exactly what this group, this group of people just absolutely hate going to car dealers absolutely despise it so they go online they buy new and used cars and that's one of the reasons besides the uh, coronavirus that there's so many even popping up with car buying sites and the group in 2020 they bought 32 percent of all new car sales hmm. and wow. guess what the group is called the millennials millennials hmm. are 1981 to 1996 that's approximately 72 million people Oh, wow. But they just despise and hate going, and you really can't blame them no. to go directly to car dealers, yeah. so they buy online. But it's a financial power of these people, and like I say, 
They make up 32% of the new car sales from 2020, and that's actual facts. So I just bought them up. Earl and I don't buy a lot of cars, except somebody buys a Tesla, which I, don't, I can't afford. <laughs> but we're in the uh, silent generation. That's a lower group, probably the lowest of all groups. That's 1928 to 45. That's only 24 million people in that. The biggest group that's in, in America is the baby boomers. That's 46 to 64. Mm-hmm. That's a heavy buying group, too. So I just want to mention, good for the millennials. They don't want to go to car dealers. They buy online. I'm a, pre- I'm a pre-boomer. I was, I was born in 1940, before the war, before oh, we went into the war. Yeah, that's the silent generation. I'm in that, too. <laughs> I agree. You're not, you're not that silent, though, are you, Dad? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm a millennial. We're not silent, though. We I'm, speak a, up. I'm a millennial at heart. Yes. My we body, speak up. My body's a pre-boomer, and my, <laughs> my mind is a millennial. John, how'd they come up with that? The silent, the silent group? I have oh. no idea what that. I don't, I, I well, don't think most of the people because we don't shoot our mouths I, I have to look I that up. So Earl's <laughs> far from silent. <laughs> yes, yes. Everyone here now, will second that. What did they come that. up with Generation X from 65 to 80? That's I have the answer. 65 million people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, me. Uh, jo- <laughs> I have, I've looked up the, the, the etymology of the silent generation. It's because children of this era were expected to be seen and not heard. That's right. Ooh. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Exactly. I used to hear that all the time from my father. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then everyone in I grew up under that roof. Me too. Yeah. Everybody in everybody under uh, my roof that I grew up with were all speaking Sicilian, uh, all of them. And the kids were just like, "Huh?" But we started to yeah. understand the curse words. So that's all I know. <laughs> right. Well, I grew up in New York, and they spoke every language that you can imagine. New York. Ah. Uh, yeah. <coughs> but anyhow, I just thought I'd point that out to you. And that's a very important group, the millennials. Yeah, you're right. They are, they are indeed. They have minds of their own, that's for sure. They mm-hmm. do things a different way. Tell me about it. And yeah. people think it's the reason why with the uh, coronavirus <laughs> that there's so many automobile buying groups. Oh, it's a lot to do with this generation. Sure. They just don't want to go to dealers. You got that right, John. Well, thanks again. Uh, you, you are a great source of information. And I love talking to you mainly because you're an old guy like me, and uh, okay. and uh, we, uh, you know, us old guys. Uh, I like I get a bumper sticker: "Old guys rule" in our T-shirt, something like that. Sure, we can make yes. that. Thank you, John. You're right. Call again, please. Thank you, John. Keep okay, that mail coming, you. John. I appreciate <laughs> it. Have a wonderful weekend. Eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty, or you can text us at seven seven two four nine seven. 6530 and don't forget www you know back to that silent generation uh, you and I are excluded I mentioned you but you and I are you're a, you're a boomer you and I are excluded you're, you're born in 1942 hmm. you're a boomer hmm. there might be some overlap you know yeah. a silent boomer yeah yeah, I'm far from a silent boomer, that's for sure. She ain't no sure. silent boomer, I can tell you that. <laughs> silent but deadly. Okay. They can hear me down in Lake Worth. <laughs> okay, let's move on. We're, we're getting, we're, we're, we're digressing squared. Rick's, Rick is really going to leave. <laughs> this is what happens when Stu goes on vacation. Yeah. Everything goes Everything's out of off control. the rails. Um, I have a love letter from somebody from last week. I, I thought it was very sweet. Um, um, came through the anonymous feedback. 
Hmm. One of your worst shows ever. Ooh. You need some good guests to keep your audience interested and less return callers to add nothing to your show. You know, uh, he's right. I don't think we had the worst show ever, but he's right about guests. And I've been trying. We've had guests occasionally, oh, just very, very occasionally. And the logistics of it are difficult, but we should do it. And uh, let's throw an invitation out. We want, first of all, you have to be interesting. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. we've had know. Justin Lin. I mean, the attorney from New no, I'm York. Talking about, I'm talking I mean, about a live guest, but oh, a phone-in phone oh. guest is good. I'd like to have a live guest in the studio, but you really have... What I'm talking about is a blue chip, of, uh, you know, uh, like Ashley Moody, the attorney general, hmm. or, or Elon Musk. Now, I know well, I'm, shooting for, I'm shooting for the moon. <laughs> My father always said, hit your wagon to a star. Mm -hmm. And if you fall short of your goal, you still do pretty well. So uh, all you uh, celebrities out there... Uh, uh, rich guys, billionaires, geniuses, politicians, criminals. You know, I, criminals are welcome. We want people. We know a we lot of them. We want people that are well known, interesting, <laughs> articulate. If you're an articulate criminal, we'd love to have you on. Yeah. You know, like a, I'm a criminal. I mean, like I'm a, reformed, a recovered car dealer. Yeah, reformed. Uh, look how interesting I am. So, if you think, listen, this, this started something. See, a negative feedback became a positive feedback because. We're going to act on it. And I would like right now to put in motion uh, a contest, apply, not vigilante and not anything else, but uh, you apply for vigilante too, but apply to be a guest on our own cars. And we would love to have someone uh, really interesting. And if you know somebody that's really interesting, ask them. Uh, we'll have you live in the studio. If we have to, we'll, we'll phone, you can phone in or YouTube, or we could video them, couldn't we, Jonathan? And we could we could come have them in by video. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jonathan we, can do I'm, anything. I'm telling you right now, you you need to be interesting and challenging. Uh, controversial is good. We don't care if you're pretty or handsome or you know, just we just want you to be interesting. How about another dealer? You could even be stupid if you're interesting enough and articulate enough. Another car dealer would be fantastic. Mm -hmm. In fact, this. I'll just, any franchise car dealer in the world, if you're a franchise car dealer, you have an invitation, the first franchise car dealer to agree to uh, come on the show in person or call in. We take you up on it. I don't care who you are. Yeah, and we had, uh, mentioning car dealers, we had uh, the guy from Off Lease. Mark. Yeah, Mark, he, you know, he, yeah, Mark. He, he called in. Yeah. Maybe, uh, how about the guy from uh, Sonic? Uh, he was President on. Sonic Automotive Group, yeah. one of the largest automotive groups. Yeah, he was pretty interesting on uh, CNBC. How about Michael Jackson, uh, CEO yeah, boy, be, of Auto Nation? Yeah, yeah I mean that'd be know, gold. You know. <laughs> yeah, not, not to be accused. Where's your gloves? <laughs> with the Jackson Five. Uh, I'll be here all week. Anyway, let's get back to uh, so get back to something. I don't know where we're going. Uh, we'll see. This one, this one's in Rick's wheelhouse here. <clears throat> I have a 2014 Jeep Grand Cherokee. Took it to my auto mechanic for a routine oil change. A week later, I noticed oil on the garage floor. Took it back in as I thought they did not secure the oil uh, filter. But I was shocked they told me to take the Jeep to a transmission shop for a rear main seal and tran pan gasket replacement. Obviously, I was taken aback by this. What's your opinion? I sense I was taken advantage of as my husband passed away last year, so they must think I'm ignorant. P.S. I took the Jeep to another mechanic for a second opinion. He stated I did not need those parts replaced. Good for you. Mm -hmm. 
Perfect answer. Congratulations. Yeah, Second she, opinion. She kind of answered it, answered it herself. Have yeah. it checked. Yes, because I... You remember the old joke about the neighbor that uh, would go next door to his... Uh, he bought a Volkswagen when they were hot, and they were, and they were super fuel economy, and he was bragging about getting uh, 50 miles a gallon or what was good back then. Mm-hmm. And so he would come over, and he would siphon gas out of his neighbor's Volkswagen. <laughs> and then suddenly his gas mileage that he was bragging about dropped to 10 miles per gallon. So he took it in to, to the car dealership and they, and they spent hundreds of dollars uh, going over it, probably told him it was fixed. And then he brought the Volkswagen back home. And this, now his neighbor snuck over and started adding gas every day. <laughs> now the guy's getting 300 miles a gallon. <laughs> Maybe the guy did the same thing with the oil leak. Maybe there's a neighbor that hates you and comes over there. I mean, it would be a, a really cool joke. You pour a little oil under the car in the guy's garage and sneak back. You truly have an evil mind. I do. Uh-huh. What's yeah. more likely? Yeah. <laughs> I go to my group meetings, which keeps me recovering. And uh, that's supposed to be a secret. There's a group of recovered car dealers. And I like the one you went to and they uh, presented you with a gift. And it was an egg beater. Because you stir oh, yeah. and stir and stir that things. Was, yeah. Stirring the pot. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's more likely is they had left the drain plug a little bit loose. It was dripping. They tightened it up. And the oil that had been blown back by the wind as you're driving, they said, well, look there. See, that's your rear main seal leaking. And yeah. then they washed it down. Yeah. And, of course, there's nothing wrong with the car. Yeah. Do you think that was an honest mistake? Or did they get like a no, referral? No, the, the way you described it, that was a, that <laughs> yeah. was a felony. Well, my, my opinion, what probably happened, and it's, it's just a guess, uh, a fictional thought here, is the mechanic goofed up. He didn't double-check his work. He didn't double-check his drain plug. And then when they saw the drips, they brought it in. They, oh, they tightened it up. And instead of being honest about it, saying, yes, we made yeah. a mistake. We're sorry. He could have lost his job. Here's a coupon yeah. for a free oil change for the next one. Mm-hmm. And... and had a customer that would have been back to them over and over and over now that customer is never going to go to them again and that customer is going to tell hundreds and hundreds of people how terrible they are mm-hmm. versus if you do the right thing and you admit that yes you made a mistake which mm-hmm. we're all human exactly i make mistakes every day yeah the fact is you own up to it you fix the mistake you make the customer happy and you tell them you made a mistake and that customer's going to tell 10, maybe 15 or 20 other people, hey, this shop, yeah, they goofed up, but they made it right, and I they were a, honest. I got a great idea. Mm-hmm. After we get through the rest of the text, we're going back to Rick, and I'm going to give him time to think about it. Rick, I want you to tell us what was the worst mistake Ooh. that you ever made while you are working for me. I know that one right now. Well, I mean, we're gonna, <laughs> okay, we'll wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that, I, that, he's going to say, when I came to work for you. Now I'm going <laughs> to... Anyway, we'll come back to you, and then we'll right. get back on these steps. Yeah, it's a great point, Rick. Don't be afraid of the truth. No. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It, it's, uh, it's, it can really empower you in so many different ways. And, boy, I'll tell you what, that word of mouth, it really is uh, – it travels. It's, mm-hmm. it's much better than any advertisement or commercial you're going to see in the newspaper if, or on if TV. If you do right by people – they will tell 10 or 12 other people. Yeah. If you do wrong by them, uh, when they find it out, they're going to tell 150 other people. Yeah, I feel very like good I, point, so Rick. Why do jo- I feel like I'm a church? Josh? Because you've been preaching it's, all these years, and we're finally <laughs> yep. listening. Uh, uh, Josh, that last texter, you said that uh, her husband had passed away. Yes, sadly. And that's how all of this 
unraveled about her Jeep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm just uh, – would you say she would be a senior or she – it, it's, it's, it's hard a, to determine. A, yeah, it might be a safe assumption to yeah. make, but you but, never know. Uh, to, to, my, to that text and my point, um, you know, that you can really volunteer, and you sound like you're the texter. Uh, was that an anonymous? That was anonymous, Okay, yes. so to anonymous, you can volunteer. You can volunteer with the Attorney General's office, and you can do so much good because it sounds like as if that uh, you are definitely knowledgeable. And it also takes me Seniors to— Seniors versus crime is the name of that group. Yeah, with the Attorney General, mm -hmm. Seniors versus crime. And Earl and I had the opportunity to speak at uh, one of our speaking engagements to uh, several— uh, well, authorities on this, and there are so many scams that are going on even today in this element, and uh, the uh, and take, being taken advantage of in this industry. It's just unbelievable. This also takes me to the volunteers that we need uh, to uh, assist seniors online, and to more or less take them through the steps to get them the information that they need. You can go to Earl on Cars and you can volunteer there for uh, the assistance for senior car buyers. And also, really, another important uh, volunteer volunteers that we need, and that's for Earl's Vigilantes. You don't have to take an engine apart. You can help the people in your community. You can help us. And uh, we definitely need help here in you know achieving our goals we need all of us now we are going to go to a first-time caller that makes me happy and that's uh, stacy from west palm beach she is a first-time caller good morning stacy hi how are you guys we're doing well thank you good thank morning. you for <clears throat> thank you for calling her on cars and you have won yourself fifty dollars and i can get that out to you if you'll mail me uh your address you can go to Earl on Cars to find my email address. What can we do for okay, you? Thank you. Well, we went into, my husband and I are big Earl Stewart fans. But we've never bought a car there. And yesterday, we went in, we put a deposit down on a brand new Venza that we're very excited about. But I have friends and family who say, do not buy a brand new redesigned car. You know, it's, it's the same thing you hear, don't buy a brand, uh, a new model the first year. So I just want some reassurance that the Venza is going to be a decent car for us. I guess that's my question. Um, Josh is more qualified on products, current product knowledge than anyone. So, um. Well, the Venza came back. Um, it was around from like 20... 2009 to 2014 originally and then it came back this year as a brand new um, redesign it's a hybrid sort of like the RAV4 um, you know I, I, I do hear that a lot about people are concerned about getting a car the first year that it comes out hmm. but you know I believe that with through the research and development I mean it's there's iterations of that car that are being built for years and years before it's released to the public and I think Toyota has been pretty good about vetting out their new models and um, so I can only speak anecdotally, but you know we've sold you know quite a few Venzas since they came out this year, and I've had nothing but rave reviews. Uh, granted, there's 
know, we don't have one on the road with 50,000 miles yet, but so far so good. Right, and right. I, I checked the consumer reports rating, and I, uh, we can we can do that for you uh, and give you that. It, it wouldn't have the history uh, because it would only have the new vehicle uh, preliminary. Uh, but uh, you're you're correct. Your friends are correct in the fact that and I've said on the show many times. If you're a conservative person and you want to be sure that you get the very, very best bang for your buck, uh, find a car that is, was introduced at least a year ago, and, uh, and that way you're, uh, there's bugs in every car. The, the, the best car built is not perfect, and uh, that's the way you would get the, the most perfect car is one that had been on the road for probably one or two years. Uh, I would my fallback would be consumer reports and then we can get you that information. I got it right here. It's a recommended vehicle with a score of yeah. seventy eight. Well, that's a high score. Yeah. Recommended by consumer reports. And uh, but the caveat is uh, it'll have bugs in it that it wouldn't have if you bought it three years from now. But the bugs hopefully would be minor. Uh, Toyota as Stu said, I I hate to, you know, scratch our back because we are Toyota dealers in full transparency, but Toyota builds one of the best cars on the market. They're always on the uh, most of the models are on the recommended list. And uh, so you, you you picked a good high quality car and uh, but in a strict sense, uh, if you want to wait for a year or two, you probably have one with fewer bugs than the one you bought. Okay. And that's a really right. uh, well. We're very happy, and the salespeople yesterday couldn't have been nicer. And but we've read all the reviews, you know, from Edmonds to good. Kelly to Motor Trends, and they've all been good. So, but I just wanted—I was a little worried about what people were saying. So. Uh, well, it's, it's uh, nice of you to call, and and uh, I have to be, as Rick said earlier. Uh, you got to be totally honest, and uh, I, I, I could have told you, don't worry about it. You'll never have a problem with the car. And uh, but I'll tell you this, Stacey, if you cancel the order, the salesman is going to be really mad at me. So. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think we plan to do that, but and hopefully I won't be a, a you know, at your service department a lot either. So. <laughs> For sure, and you know, uh, Stacy, uh, uh, I I wonder yeah, I, why I, the uh, I I wonder why the Venza was discontinued. Uh, it it really surprises me. I drove that you know, utility vehicle and I really liked it, uh, but uh, I'm driving a uh, an Avalon now. But that is a nice vehicle. But you do you do have your concerns when so many people are saying, you know, wait a while until, you know, the uh, vehicle is a you know, been on the market for a while, but you did purchase a great vehicle. And Stacy, I thank you for calling and uh, help. Well, thank you guys. I hope you have a great weekend. And 50 thank bucks you. coming your way, Stacy. We got we got you in the database, so yeah. we can. Uh, and Stacy, spread the word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, spread the word that uh, we are inviting ladies uh, to give us a call because they are an important part of this industry, and uh, they can empower and support and uh, connect with women right here and help us build this platform. Thank okay, you. Well, thank you. I will. 877-960-9960 or you can text us at 772-497-6530 uh, and don't forget www.youranonymousfeedback.com We're going to get back to Josh All uh, right. where he's got uh, some texts piling up. I got some feedback here from a skeptic. 
Hmm. Earl, I thought you were supposed to be a recovering dealer. Mm-hmm. Are you selling cars over MSRP? If so, you're just like the rest of them. I I'm, certainly am not. I, I, I'm we, sure you have your hidden fees somewhere, <clears throat> like, all the, like all the other dealers. <laughs> that sounds like, yeah, I, uh, uh, a lot of car dealers that are competing with my dealership uh, say that Earl Stewart really has uh, hidden fees. He hides them in the price of the car. That he <laughs> That's my you. favorite. Yeah, my favorite line. You hide yeah. the yeah. fee in the price. And I and then I have to explain to people the whole point of a hidden fee. You can have all the hidden fees you want as long as you put it in the advertised price. Charge whatever you want to try. Give the customer the uh, the opportunity to shop and compare your price. But uh, no, we've never, we haven't sold a car over MSRP. Um, Since I've been there. Yeah, and Josh has been, what, uh, 20 years? Close to it. Yeah. So uh, uh, we used to back in the day, uh, mm. and uh, it was a matter of pride to be able to get something over a sticker. And uh, the way we would do that, we would steal the trade. And uh, people would come in, and, shh, and you would shh, undervalue the trade. That. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but no, we, we, in fact, I don't think we're selling any cars now at MSRP, but maybe one or two yeah or? There, uh yeah like one or two niche models i mean inventories yeah. are super low and some are even lower than others but yeah. never a penny over yeah okay next all right uh here's one we we talked about this earlier um uh and this is about the unvarnished uh truth you want to hear from our listeners mm-hmm. your video how to check oil and jumpstart your battery is disgustingly sexist Ooh. apparently the only reason women need to check their oil is if their husband is out of town and they need to haul the kids across the country to a soccer match shame on you <laughs> um i looked up the the video in question and you know it's guilty as charged i mean we the the technician in the video clearly said this is for you soccer moms out there whose husband might be out of town and this is where you put it in your window washer oh. fluid and this is where you uh, check your oil and I think it was well intended but very very nearsighted well we're you know we're talking about a revolution this uh, the women have really really jumped on the bandwagon now you're reading about it in the Olympics Nancy this is your turf uh, you know uh, you you've been around a while and you've lived through the worst of male chauvinism and uh, and he's referring to the soccer term soccer mom. Uh, I, I shamelessly admit I've used that term, and it's not right. You have. Not right. You have. Uh, you know, I don't know where to start. It's, uh, I, I'm a little reluctant to give out my home address, but you can drive by my home, see me in the driveway, and you can see me checking out the PSI in my tires, make sure they're cold. And, uh, you know, putting the windshield wiper fluid in uh, the reservoir, doing so many things uh, with my car. But I came out of the 50s, uh, the 40s, the 50s. And uh, today's mindset is just an incredible situation where there's so much assumption that uh, women aren't uh, educated enough to do so many different things and uh, you certainly don't have to graduate from college it's just a given you're responsible you're uh, educated you're street smart you know exactly what you want you know what you need and you know how to fix it so we're going to correct that video and that's uh and uh it this this takes me you know to a lot of uh, a, a lot of advertisement where uh, uh pardon i kind of scratched and etched and everything else but 
um, it seems like as if that everyone's cons- uh, 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 they're concentrating on this this look. Uh, if Jonathan can uh, pick it up, where women are so emotional, and this is uh, they are emotional, but it is in a positive way. I find that some men are. Uh, aggressive and uh, they want to prove that uh, they're mm, for lack of another word macho so uh, I can be macho I can be anything that you want uh, and I also can be emotional it can be an advantage it can be a disadvantage it's how you control it so uh, to this uh, sexist remark uh, Josh, uh, there's really nothing more that I can say without well, rambling. It was, it was inadvertent, and uh, until Josh and I talked about it, uh, you know, we never thought about it. And uh, we both, I think, uh, all of us in the room here, and probably including you, Nancy, uh, use the term soccer mom. And then you, th- you start to think about it, and you see the implication. And there are a lot of terms that we use innocently, and because we grew up in a culture that's terms we use every day, we're starting now to look at them. I mean, look at the Olympics, uh, the costuming in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Now, how long yeah. have the Olympics been going on? How long have you seen front page figure uh, uh, pictures and on television of costuming and everybody's applauding it and say, look how cute that gymnast is. And, and now somebody finally have the nerve to stand up and say, That's, why, why, why don't you dress the men? Uh, why the double standard? Why the double standard? So we're learning, and thank you very much for that uh, excellent anonymous feedback. And Stu's uh, Josh, you look alike. <laughs> yeah. All my sons look that, alike that, to me. That's <laughs> the second time you called him, Stu. So. Uh, At any rate, we're going to change it. Thank so. you very much for that for that anonymous feedback. Yeah, uh, you, sh- you should have named everybody Stu. Who who is the uh, uh, George Foreman? Yeah, yeah George. <laughs> I'll be Stu three. Yeah. I, it's not too late. I can there do you that. Go. I don't uh, think you're allowed to legally change my name now. <laughs> I, I, I'd have to consent to that. Uh, ladies, remember, I have uh, $50 for one more new uh, new lady caller. So give us a call at 877-960-9960. And uh, I'm going to go back to the phones. We're going to go to Lake Worth where L. Matthews is calling us. Good morning. Morning, how's it going? Hey, hi, how are you? You're a first time caller and you are a yeah. lady. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah, I only I only had your uh, last name. Which your first name? L. 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 E. L. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's her first name, L. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good morning, L. Good morning. Welcome to Earl Stewart yeah, on Cars. Thank you. Yeah, my, my friend is. Uh, daily listener we listen to you every weekend he always tells me he's like you gotta call these guys because i always have questions about my vehicles and now i have a question about my trailer actually um so going back to street smarts right i bought this trailer i was making payments on it to this guy he shows up and it's just a complete like construction site in here and nothing's working and so I am writing up contracts each day that he comes back to work on it, um, an agreement saying, you know, he's going to bring the title from uh, his ex-wife after court and things like that, crazy stuff. And so the second day he comes back, um, I give him uh, as another payment of uh, 1500 bucks towards it. And he was sleeping in his truck when I got back. 
And I, so I wrote up the agreement saying, you know, if I don't get the title by this date, um, then I can still back out of the agreement and get all my money back. And he gets his trailer. He signs it. Um, and then he comes back like an hour later and he tells me that I shorted him $440 that, um, I owe him 440 bucks and he didn't count the money in front of me. So he's threatening the whole place. He's like, I'm going to take it. I'm going to burn it. Da, da, da. And he's Yikes. like, you're not getting the title for my help. And so anyway, I spent the last week fixing it up, trying to get the title with the bill of sale that I have. Um, and so I sent him the bill of sale. I got the VIN verified because I do have a picture of the title. I just don't have it. I got the VIN verified by the sheriff and the, the tax collector place, they wouldn't title it still because it's out of state. Do you guys know of any way that I could get it titled here in Florida without having to contact this guy again? Hmm. Josh can answer that. Oh, I actually, I'd have to look that one up. That's a tough one. This sounds more like a like a legal matter than a titling matter. I mean, mm, yeah. good point. So I'd have to take it to court probably, huh, and do like a civil thing. You could probably do small claims. It's a, it's a slam dunk. I mean, you would. Uh, I think once the, uh, uh, once he was uh, received his subpoena for trial, he know he would lose. Uh, but uh, um, maybe before you do that, uh, find an attorney. Uh, if, if you have a friend, attorney would do it pro bono. Just have him write a letter because uh, uh, you clearly you would win this in court, but you might need to do that. Mm-hmm. You you probably wouldn't need to do it if you if you made the threat in writing from an, an attorney. Mm. Yeah, and that would do, that that definitely would create a lot of press also because uh, you you definitely have a case. Yeah, a well worded yeah. uh, uh, semi threatening letter from an attorney can work wonders. Mm. It can go a, f- <laughs> a long long way, L. Oh, perfect. I'm new to Florida, so I really. I played it smart, right? Like, I got all the paper and all that stuff, but now yep. here I am. Like, you just got to know who to trust and read them well. Yeah, welcome uh, to the Sunshine State. I understand where we'll you're coming you, from. We'll give you the name of an attorney, and uh, uh, this, it's called the show, and he's, he's local in the New York. And uh, we'll ask him. I can't promise you he'll do it, but I think he will. Uh, we'll ask him to write a letter for you if you give him the facts. So we'll hook you up with Justin Lynn. And, yeah, uh, I mentioned him earlier. Justin Lynn yeah. would be a, a great source of uh, information and to lead you in the right direction, definitely. And uh, to what you said about uh, being new to Florida, uh, well, life is just a little bit different here in this state. And uh, it's a beautiful state. I love it. Uh, Pittsburgh is a great place to be from, but the rules are different here, Elle. And you learn quickly, especially yes. when you're a lady. It's the Wild West. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, so I thank you. Thank you for calling. No, no, thank you, guys. And uh, please give us a call back and let us know how uh, things uh, turned out for you. And please, uh, you can go to Earl on Cars and you can get my email address uh, where I will send you $50 to whatever mailing address you have given me. Haven't you called the show before, Ella? Are you a first-time caller? Yeah. Very good. Great. And uh, spread the word, Elle. Uh, We need uh, ladies to 
spread the word uh, once they give us a call and learn about the show and help us to empower and support and uh, to let them know that we are here to connect with them. Thank you. Have a great okay. weekend. Okay, let's get, let's get back to the text here. We've got seven, a whole bunch of them backing up. 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. That number is real important for us to, uh, you know, to uh, give out in the morning because there's people tuning in and tuning out. And another great source is, if you're a little shy, www.youranonymousfeedback.com. Now back to Josh. All right. Uh, here's one on the anonymous feedbacks. This one's referring to a previous mystery shop. I just watched your mystery shop uh, shopping report for City Kia of Greater Orlando, and that's just disgusting. There's mm. no excuse for that kind of ripoff. I have to be nuts to pay that price. And I guess they're referring to what was it, the ten thousand over oh. sticker for a Telluride, or what was it, ten or twenty? Seventeen thousand, Jonathan just said. Seventeen. Let me yeah. ask you this, Dad. If you sell a someone a car for $17,000 over a sticker, how, when do you think you'll be able to trade that person out of that car? Oh, man. <laughs> you, you probably won't live long enough. I mean, there was a, uh, by, by the way, there is a, uh, there was a class action stu uh, suit in Stewart, Florida, and it was, uh, it, it was a, considered a, a crime uh, against seniors, uh, the law in Florida. Mm -hmm. was, I think all states don't have laws that make it a crime or a more egregious crime when you take advantage of a senior and there was a there was a group of uh, car dealers that, there was one car dealer uh, it was actually Toyota Stewart which is now Treasure Coast Toyota and uh, there was 10 people in the class action and they went uh, against them for for that for charging um, Numbers like seventeen thousand dollars targeted to seniors. To yeah. seniors, yeah, and they were and they were uh, they were leases mainly, and what they were doing is they were they were taking the trade-ins in for zero. Yeah, a paid-off trade. Like yeah, they would, and the and the the senior would assume that there was something in the transaction that was legal, and they would get their brand new car. I, they probably thought they were buying the car. And they would give them the mm -hmm. trade-in, and they would apply the full value to the lease, and uh, charging, uh, you know, un unbelievably high obscene profits. Yeah, shameful, yeah. shameful yeah. stuff. Uh, Rick, do you often uh, come in contact in your department with uh, comments that are made about, you know, taking, being taken advantage of, whether it's service, uh, whether it's maintenance, or whether hey, did you listen? Did you hear that uh, so and so bought this car and this was a nightmare? And they just comment. We hear it all the time. And you wouldn't believe the number of people that will come in and say, well, I was just at this other shop, and they charged me to do this, 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 this. And they give us a whole list of things. And you look at the car, and it's like, maybe they did about half that work, and they did a slipshod job on the rest of it. Yeah. It's, second, uh, yeah. second opinion, oh. if you're spending a lot of money, uh, uh, you know, I can't believe the number of people that don't get second opinions. And a lot of people, uh, I'm going to digress a little bit, uh, do this with uh, medical, do that with their doctors. Mm -hmm. And if they find a doctor that they like uh, and they're close and around the corner uh, and they have a complex, serious operation or diagnosis or whatever the case may be, let me tell you, folks, uh, most second opinions result in 
uh, a different opinion. Not yeah. always the right one, but if you go to three doctors and you, and you get three diagnoses, well, you will see differences. Yeah, and for with sure. a car the same way. So yeah. I'm not com- comparing can, your life to your car, yeah. but with, uh, with uh, uh, any expensive repair, you have a second, even a third opinion on your repair. Yeah, and, and Rick, you know, most often, and I think you might find this uh, situation, as I said, in your department, there's a lot of people who purchase a vehicle and never take into consideration how much it's going to cost to keep that car on the road. That is something that I get a call, phone calls about all the time, and also the comfort of that vehicle. You are stuck and you, you can't predict things that are going to happen. Just yesterday, I, I diagnosed a car, brand new car. The folks have only had it less than a month, 1,700 miles on it. The air conditioning quit blowing cold, and it was because a rock or something on the road had hit the condenser just right and poked the hole in the condenser. Uh, it's an expensive repair, but fortunately for yeah. that, with insurance your insurance will cover that so Mm -hmm. it's under the comprehensive insurance portion so they've only got to cover their deductible but still you know a a three-week-old car and it's just all of a sudden boom the air conditioning's out but things can happen Mm -hmm. i mean this world is crazy it's very important to do your homework for sure on that comprehensive insurance a lot of people don't realize that and you take it into a car dealership or an independent mechanic uh working on your car they might not tell you either, but if it's external damage, uh, then your comprehensive insurance. Uh, a lot of people, sometimes they don't even know, uh, oh, it was your fault, or, you know, yeah. you just don't think. Uh, always contact your insurance company. And the thing that a lot of people don't know, that with windshields, if you have a little bitty crack, a little mm-hmm. chip, mm-hmm. you get a new windshield. and uh, No deductible. No charge. Yeah. Yeah. And so glass companies point. will come right to you to do it. Yeah, yeah everybody it listening to Earl on cars now, when you go out and get in your car, look at your windshield very carefully. And if you have any kind of damage, no matter how minuscule, small, chip or scratch, if it won't come out, which it probably won't, you get a new windshield and your insurance company will pay for it. Just don't break it yourself. Don't break it yourself. No, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> you uh, had to throw that out there. <laughs> well, I was just thinking that, you know, yeah, mine's getting kind of dirty. Maybe That, uh, that actually happened to me it. about six months ago. I was driving on the turnpike. Oh. I don't know. A rock got kicked up by another vehicle, hit my windshield, and I had a crack that went about six inches across the windshield. Now, oh. So I called up the glass company, and they ordered the new windshield. The next day, they came out. Replaced it right there in the parking lot yeah. while it was at work. Boom. Yeah, that's a great story. There's a there's a lot more out there that don't have that success, mm-hmm. and it takes them just a little longer to prove and to get it done. I do oh. have a little warning for people though. Just nowadays, there's so much, um, so many complicated and uh, sensors and cameras in the uh, mounted right by the windscreen. So. Make sure yes. you get the right windshield for your car. If it's incompatible, it can make your pre-collision system and your radar cruise control and those things. Uh, put those on the fritz. And, and make sure you get a quality glass You want to be sure the webcam doesn't get you with a hammer. Yes, never yeah. never have the cameras yeah. on when you're committing a crime. Yep. Great detail, yes. Josh. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go to Doug. Uh, Doug's a regular caller from uh, Boca. Good morning, Doug. Hey, good morning. How Heaven. are you guys? That's my middle name, Doug Douglas. Earl Douglas Stewart. Hey, <laughs> morning, Doug. Doug. Oh, wow. Hey, how are you guys? Um, 
I missed the sunrise but I can watch it now. <laughs> I was going to say, um, Sim is having end of lease, and um, I'm not going to mention the dealership, but um, it's okay with us if you want to. Do. It's up to you. Okay, so it's Delray Delray Honda. Okay, and they used to be really nice, but all of a sudden, uh, we went in there and and I didn't like any of their deals. They were just like really high. I go, I go, you know, it looks like you're taking advantage of of people now. And uh, last time I I did the lease with them, they were really nice, mm -hmm. and now. One of the managers said, "Well, you got to understand it's just a sign of the times, and we really don't need to do anything because everyone needs a car, and we're just going to do what we want to do." And I go, "Really?" I go, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, Doug, that, uh, that dealership is owned by Warren Buffett. I don't know if you knew that, but oh, I know uh, that. that's a Berkshire Hathaway uh, company, and. Uh, uh, I don't know how that can help you because it's going to be kind of hard to get a hold of Warren. But uh, I think if you went online and tried to uh, make a formal complaint, I think uh, uh, because it's a publicly traded company and because it's uh, a Berkshire Hathaway company, uh, you could probably get their attention. But yeah, um, they're um, uh, Delray. Uh, there's a, oh yeah, Deerfield Toyota was also bought by Berkshire Hathaway. That's right. Um, uh, they bought the Van Nuys Auto Group. Berkshire Hathaway did a while back, but uh, I'm glad you reported that. But there's an element of truth to what he says, Doug. All the car dealers are charging too much money for cars now, including us. And uh, you can get a better deal if you wait uh, because of the microchip shortage. So uh, Delray Honda just joined the bandwagon uh, raising all their prices. They are, they are charging maximum money because, as the man said, was the truth. There's so few Hondas. People are paying because they have to. Wow. Okay. Well, then maybe we'll just wait. Wait. Um, yeah. The good. The good idea. Uh, wait, and uh, two months you can buy that same Honda for less money. Okay. It was weird too because I brought my car in and they go, "Hey, we would like to buy your car." Yeah. And I said, "It's not for. It's not for sale." They yeah. wanted my. Uh, Honda Civic SI, and yeah. I said no. <laughs> if you could somehow sell that car, Doug, and get by with that uh, for two months, without it for two months, yeah, if you put a little mileage on it, you could, if you could use Uber or carpool or something uh, and get by, uh, you would find out that you got a lot more money for your car than you will when you trade it in. Because just like new car prices are sky high, used car prices, aka trade-in prices, are sky high too. So if you want your cake and eat it too, sell your used car today and then buy your new car in two or three months. Oh, okay. That sounds like a good idea. And we do have two cars, so um, what oh. we do is I'm not driving her car. We drive my car because my car has hardly any miles. So uh, we'll, we'll do that for two more months and see what happens. Yeah, shop the car that you don't need with two or three places. Go to uh, CarMax. Uh, they're in Boynton. Uh, you can go to uh, webuyanycar.com. You can go to Carvana. Uh, and uh, it's easy to uh, shop a car today. There are a lot of people out there actively buying car dealers. Get two or three, uh, I say, or three or four prices on your Honda trade-in, and you will get 
thousands of dollars more today than you will in three months. And you'll be able to buy that Honda for probably thousands of dollars less in three months. Uh -oh. So you, you'll be you'll have your cake and eat it too. Okay, I will try that. You guys have a nice day. I'm I'm making coffee. I need coffee now. Right, then. <laughs> Take care. Enjoy your coffee. Okay. Thanks so much, Thank Lloyd. Great hearing from you. Hey, 877-960-9960. And you can go to www.youranonymousfeedback.com. Take advantage of that. Uh, I think that uh, Rick is up, and he's got some YouTubes. We've got a couple right now. Uh, Stevie is asking, when is Toyota going to bring out a full electric vehicle? Actually, uh, I, I have the answer right here in my, in my brain. It's the, the BZ4 is coming out. And I believe it's going to be middle of next year. And the BZ4 is a conglomeration between Toyota and Subaru, mm -hmm. as I recall. Yeah, they've for done a that, full electric car. They've done that before with the FRS and the BRZ. Yep. So. so, hopefully, we will see that very soon, and we'll see other models of electric coming out soon. Yeah, I think they're they're intending on having uh, by t 2025 um, about 10 or yep. more uh, all electric vehicles. So they, you know, Toyota's been sort of late to the game there. They they put all their money into the hybrids and hydrogen fuel cell, yep. but I think the, the wind's blowing in pure EV. And KitKat is asking a question for Earl. With all the chip shortages, why wouldn't the manufacturers make more of the models with less required chips, like manual e-brakes and keyed ignitions? Well, you, know, they have, you have to make the cars that people want to buy. And if you, if you make, uh, I think what they're doing right now is is there a lot of the shortages are in trucks. Ford is getting murdered because of their truck uh, microchip shortage for trucks. So they could probably build more other models, but people want trucks and uh, supply and demand. Yeah. All right, interesting. Are they, um, I've heard that some manufacturers are just withholding some chips from the cars, so certain features, maybe yes. very unimportant minor features aren't there, yes. and then they'll bring you back in like a recall to replace the chips when they're available. Yes. Okay. Yeah, spe excuse me. Speaking of uh, microchips, you know, there's still so many people who are not familiar with what the microchip does. They do and everything. Ex exactly. They do everything. And uh, short of, you know, sounding like a physicist, uh, just break it down. They do everything. And back in the day, I believe it was back when Earl was at Westinghouse, uh, little did we know that we were both in the same area. Isn't it amazing, that story? I lived in Pittsburgh, he worked in Pittsburgh. Um, anyway, uh, the uh, microchip uh, revolution was huge back then, and it was for these huge computers and everything else in between. Uh, but today we are in a shortage which has affected a lot of uh, the auto industry. Back to Rick. Well, we're caught up at the moment on the YouTubes, but well, keep those vocal cords warm because I got a question for you, Rick, or somebody does, an anonymous person. Rick, I saw on Channel Five, um, on the Channel Five News recently, that the only two lights I should be alarmed to see on my dashboard are the oil light and the overheating light. Are all others can wait, but should be addressed soon? Do you find that accurate? Uh, except for one, brakes. Mm -hmm. I am. I forever tell people a check engine light. If your car is still running relatively smooth, the engine's running normally. 
the check engine light can come on for a hundred different reasons, 200, 300. Well, let me ask you a question here. The question has to do with the oil and the temperature. So are, 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 do all cars have an oil and temperature light or some do they have the oil temperature that would be included in the check engine? I would think all cars have the oil and temperature. All cars will have a separate, either a light or a gauge for temperature and for oil pressure. Yeah, yeah that's what, that was the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, you, and the only reason I'll add in is, is for brakes, because brakes are the huge safety factor. If you get a brake warning light, yeah. get the car off the road. So get separate it checked for, by a They have a separate for brake, they have a separate for oil, and separate for temperature. Yes. Is there anything else that's separate besides that's not on the check engine? Uh, there can be other separate lights, like for your airbag, your seatbelt, okay. uh, other uh, warning tire lights. Tire pressure. Tire pressure. Most of these are not a a huge panic factor. Uh, these well, are the could, things they, where they could be. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, you're going to want to get it checked. Uh, but yeah, the, it's, uh, the tires it's, can yeah. be a huge panic factor if you have a flat tire. Right. So you want to at least look at your tire if you get that, and then yeah. I guess exactly. they're wondering like what like. If I see what light do I need to immediately get off the road and get it addressed, and what do I have a little bit of time to worry about? Oil, overheat, Mm -hmm. and brakes. Yep. Makes sense. And as a matter of fact, Earl, that actually ties in with your earlier question of my biggest screw-up. And that was... I thought he was going to try to dodge that. I thought I was going to bring it up again. (laughs) I'm going to stand right up, and I'm going to say it. Let's see if it agrees with the one that I think it is. Uh Uh-oh. Stir the pot. (laughs) I was working on an older Sequoia. I had done an oil change, and I let myself get distracted. Now, Sequoias have a gauge, not a light, for the oil pressure. And I failed to put oil in the car. Moo! How much? How much did that cost me? Uh, not quite as much. Oh. Uh, I, of course, I've, all the work had to, I had to replace the engine. All, you know, no labor charge for me. Yeah. But that was it. Was an expensive mistake, yeah. and it was a honest. I mean, I I screwed up. Yes. Did, I take and, out, did I take it out of your paycheck? Yep. And when I it, did not. No, you didn't. <laughs> but when when the car came back on the tow truck. And I went to go look at it, find out what had happened, and I realized what had happened. I immediately went to the service manager and I said, look, I screwed up. Oh. I, I made this mistake. And when I was working on this vehicle, and it's, it's a common thing in our shop, when you've got a big job going, people come around and they ask, hey, what's going on with this one? Yeah. And anyone that asked me, I told them, I screwed up, I made a yeah. mistake. And it was simply the idea that this is, to me, it was a good thing for the younger techs to see this, too, that mm-hmm. an older guy yeah. can make mistakes, too. Yeah. But you own up to it, you fix it, you make it right, and, and it you're also, honest about it. It also made the younger guys realize that the boss has mercy. Exactly. Because yeah. I didn't fire you. I've still got a job. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It really makes and the younger... And they will come forward and not be afraid to come forward. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because honesty is the only policy. Yeah. And it's, it, it's, that's quite a story. And I can truly appreciate it. And what an example you set for the younger guys. Because mistakes can be made. I make them every day. It happens to the best well, of my, my father drilled it into my head. Yeah. Honesty is the only policy. And, and that probably happened quite some time ago. And it stays with you. What size drill bit did he use? 
Three quarter inch. <laughs> okay. Diamond tip. Uh, yep. We're, we're going to go back to the phones and we're going to talk to Jay from West Palm Beach. Good morning, Jay. Hi, everybody. Um, so I'm not sure I have the full story correctly here, but earlier this week I was listening to another radio show and somebody had called in and said that they brought their car in to be serviced and ended up having to leave the car. Somehow, some way, one of the service techs ended up taking the car out on the road and got in an accident. Hmm. And the dealership refused to pay for the damage on it. This is the story that I think that I heard correctly, and it sounds a little far-fetched that the, the dealership would, would not pay for that, just flat-out refused to do it, basically saying that's what you have insurance for. And then another caller called in and said that he had worked at a dealership, and periodically the service manager would let the service techs know that a car was in there and a service tech would take the car overnight and drive around however they want and then bring it back the next day. And I wouldn't be surprised if I heard this once in a while, but was this something that that's been fairly common over time or is this not as far fetched as I think it is? No, it's not far fetched. That's unfortunately that's a common um, uh, occurrence. I mean, uh, we, how many techs do we have now, Rick? 35, 30? We have, I think, about 28 to 30. Okay, so, yeah, you know, when you have a lot of people working for you, every now and then there's a rotten apple in the barrel, and uh, it happens. And uh, uh, you, uh, a good, I'm glad you, you mentioned that, a good precaution when you take your car in anywhere, because there's rotten apples in a lot of barrels, uh, is make a note of your odometer reading, uh, make a note of your uh, condition of your interior and your exterior, and... Uh, be very careful about valuables. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, when your car comes into a car dealership, it passes through a lot of hands. There's a there's a porter we call them that that takes your car and parks it, and um, and there's uh, someone that um, uh, has to bring the car into the shop, and uh, somebody brings the car back and parks it. And when you pay your car, maybe somebody else, you might have three or four people that are in your car, and. Uh, you need to know that you don't want to leave your Rolex in your, on your front seat, and uh, you don't want to be not know how many miles you have on your car, especially if the car's there for two or three days, Rick. Not to mention, technically, every single car that comes into our dealership should be test-driven uh, test before the tech starts working on it and after to make sure that, you know, if there's something may, might not have got right, that they make sure it's right. Yeah. And we have had times when cars come in with an issue that only occurs on a longer drive or first thing in the morning, and we will get the customer's permission, Mm -hmm. only with their permission, Mm -hmm. a technician will drive the vehicle home overnight in order to put extra miles on it and make sure it's right. And we we had a technician, uh, you both will remember this. if you don't have a dash cam, you should consider getting a dash cam. <laughs> I knew cam. you were going to go there. And, and uh, we, we mm-hmm. had a technician, I don't think he's still with us. No, no. Uh, <laughs> that uh, he borrowed the car overnight, took his girlfriend out, had a good that. time in our customer's <laughs> car, and uh, we didn't know about it. Uh, he had a good time. and uh, But the eye in the sky knew. The eye in the sky, the customer's <laughs> dash cam. So uh, about three days later, I got a call. And uh, he described uh, the technician, uh, his girlfriend, quite attractive. And the music they listened to. And the to. music they listened to, <laughs> and where they were, and uh, the bar they were in, and uh, 
the whole nine yards. So, yeah, it's uh, dash cams are a great precaution for valet parkers, for uh, service departments. Uh, anytime someone's in your car. Or just when your car's in a parking lot. In a parking lot. It gets the outside and the inside. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you may not have heard this little part, but uh, what I did hear this from a reliable source. When that technician was brought into the service manager's office mm-hmm. and was told he was obviously being let go, and they looked at him and said, well, why would you do that? What, what made you? What possessed? What did you do that? <laughs> he said, well, it was a really nice car. <laughs> <laughs> and? That, that was his answer. <laughs> and, and, and I remember the car. It was a Lexus. It was a beautiful car. Uh-huh. Hey, boy, you're really impressed with his girlfriend. Where, where, where'd you get that? Oh, I, just, that I just bought though, it. Just bought it's it. a company car. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, but, Earl, at that point, if you, if you give them permission to take your car, and let's say, you know, if you say, yeah, we're going to have to take your car home to drive it, do, do you say something like you're going straight home? Obviously, if I'm a customer, I'm thinking, well, you're not using my car to go party or anything. You're no. going straight no, we home. Do, we but do that all the time. Rick, accident, Rick does that all the time. He, because Rick lives, uh, what are you, about 20 miles from the dealership? 25 almost. 25, yeah. so 50 oh. miles round trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick drives cars home all the time, but we tell the customer, and he can check gas mileage. He can check for squeaks and rattles. You know, when yeah. you get your car road tested, typically it's uh, around the block or maybe a couple of miles. Yeah, it's great if you have a technician you can trust that will take your car home and back. And that's the key, trust. And, and yeah. trust, and then you have to be sure. And of course, you have the dash cam. If you don't trust Rick, you can find out you know, what his home looks like and, and what he says while he's in the car. But, uh, you know. And, uh, you know, I, I actually am almost like what you call a little messed up in the head. I, I talk to myself when I'm driving alone. Uh-oh. I do oh, that. Oh, boy. So it, you might want to have the sound off on that dash cam, cause, and I'll even sing sometimes too. So. Yeah. But, but no, if, if I'm driving a customer's car home, yeah. it goes from the dealership straight to my home, yeah. straight back to the dealership. But Jay, you're right. I don't it's, stop uh, anywhere. You should ask a good technician to take your car home, and then you, so should, many re- jokes. you should make a note of how far his home is and when he's coming back. But yeah, it's a good but idea. Does that sound... Good idea. Does that sound realistic then? That the dealership, if if an accident happened during that, that the dealership would just say, "No, we're not." No, going no, to they're totally responsible. They're, to- they're totally responsible, and their insurance covers it, which makes it stupid that they would try to duck their responsibility. That's what you have insurance for uh, to cover salesmen and and, and t- technicians, anybody driving a customer's car, whether it's on the lot or on a test drive. Yeah, it's no. the dealership's responsibility. It doesn't cost the dealership other than anything more than a deductible, and they all dealers carry it mm-hmm. okay perfect all right thanks a lot i appreciate it thank you jay Jay's, great call great yeah call. that's great a great call. call jay give us a call again 877-960-9960 or you can text us at 772-497-6530 and uh, don't forget we have a pretty interesting mystery shopping report mm-hmm. coming yeah. up from mystery uh, shopper Storm, Storm. and it, uh, she took us to uh, Schumacher, mm-hmm. and uh, that is Schumacher Buick in North Palm Beach. I think we're going to go back to Josh. Yeah, we have a few more anonymous feedbacks. Uh, did you guys see that Uber and Lyft have lowered traffic deaths by 4% in the United States? I had not seen that article. No. I did not know that. It makes sense to me. I mean, I'm just thinking for uh, drunk driving right there. Exactly. Did you know that Uber is now delivering flowers? 
They they deliver everything. What a great idea sure. that is. I mean, and food. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, Uber's yeah. great, and they're also expensive. By the way, they yeah. do. Yeah. They raise their prices like everybody else, and, and lift the same way. I yeah. think yeah. yeah, they're experiencing this um, uh, labor shortage, just like many other industries. And yeah. when the yeah. supply exactly. driver goes down, the uh, cost well, of rides goes I'm up. I'm taking Uber down when I go out once a month drinking with my friends. You have drinking buddies. I have I have a <laughs> bunch of guys, and we go we go out and we. Have dinner and we have too much to drink, and I take Uber there and Uber back. I respect mm-hmm. that. And the Uber. only one, the only one has to confront me is Nancy, and she just tells me to shut up and go to sleep. So do you do the Uber X or the uh, Uber Lux? Uh, whatever is uh, quickest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it is that the ladies that you meet once a month, or is that the guys? The guys. <laughs> you know, uh, on a positive note, it's really great to hear a positive story about Uber. Because recently in the news, what a horrific uh, story that came out. Uh, I'm not sure what the location was, but it was a terrible story about a young girl who got in. She was waiting for an Uber, and uh, she got into the wrong vehicle, and uh, it ended her life. And uh, it just took place, I think, in 2019. Yeah, it's a tragic story. I just saw that too. Oh, um, did you? And about those, the story is about the changes Uber and Lyft made to their app to help protect against those things. Uh, yeah. Verifying the license plate number. Yeah. Um, asking the driver to say to ask, do you know my name? Because they wouldn't. The real driver will know your name. And yeah. yeah as, They've done a lot of positive yeah, you things. Have to have, uh, you have to have a certain sense of responsibility. And um, when Nancy and I take Uber when we were vacationing, which we're not now during the COVID thing. Uh, we would always say, uh, car would come up, it looked like an Uber, they're supposed to have a sign, maybe we didn't see it, it's supposed to be on the dash. Mm-hmm. But you walk and you say, is your name Sydney? And then Sydney's supposed to say, that's the Uber driver, and you got that on your app, it says, is your name Nancy? Is your name Earl? And uh, and then right away, you know. we One time we came on, uh, we were in a cruise, and we were in New York, and we got off, and we were gonna take a Uber over to Central Park, and we walked across the street, and there were 25 Uber, uh, Uber I, drivers. I was just going to mention that. And everyone else said they were an yeah. Uber driver, and we hadn't even called an Uber driver. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, but you're re- right. You really had to be careful then. Uh, I want to let Jonathan know that I did get your text. Uh, something unusual going on here today. I can't see your handsome face. <laughs> it's, a, it's a shame because he's looking very good today. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks, Jonathan. Uh, we're going to go ahead and close the lines down because we have reached that hour. Uh, that uh, we get to the Mystery Shopping Report, finish up on some texts, some YouTubes, uh, so keep them coming in. Back you to Josh. It. we got just a few more, and then we can uh, get to the Mystery Shop. Um, I was wondering, with cars being so expensive today, are more people repairing their old cars? Seems to make sense to spend 500 to to 1000 bucks to keep my car on the road rather than spend $5,000 more than usual on a new car. I think you should. I think... Uh uh, I would tend, if if I were buying a new car, wanted to buy a new car, uh, and I had some repairs done in normal times, I would probably uh, trade it in and let them worry about repairing it because the car dealer will repair the car for less money than it would cost you, and he will, you'll come out ahead on the trading allowance. But today, I, I, I'd spend a few hundred bucks mm-hmm. and keep it going and then save a few thousand dollars in 90 days. I think we're seeing that too. I mean, our service business is better this year than last, mm-hmm. but the sales are up a lot more. So I think it's happening in both both departments. But uh, I think it's a good idea to, if it's not too much, to invest in your uh, in, in the repair rather than 
getting gouged on the new car price. Exactly. All right. <clears throat> this one is in Rick's wheelhouse. If I buy a new car in Florida, does it come with antifreeze, or do I need to put some in if I'm when I'm moving when I move to Michigan this fall? I have no idea. No, the the coolant that's in your car is designed to handle temp- high temperatures and the low temperatures. They should it's, call it something other than coolant, then. I believe. Well, it's it, there. You can call it antifreeze coolant, but we use industry standard. We just call it coolant. So we have the same stuff they use in Minnesota. Yep. Oh, I didn't and know it's hmm. it's at the same concentrations, oh. and you're ready, so pretty you, much to handle anything south of the Arctic Circle. All the way down to the tip of South America. Oh, so I got to stay out of uh, Tierra del Fuego. You could probably handle <laughs> Tierra del Fuego. I think your GPS probably there one time, right? <laughs> However, if you're heading for Point Barrow, uh, you may want to adjust that concentration a little bit and be ready for those temperatures. I hear you. So in Minnesota, it's called antifreeze, and in Arizona, it's called coolant. Yep. Same stuff. But it's the exact same stuff, and it's the exact same concentration as compared to water. How does it know? How do it know? It's like that, the thermos. Yeah. <laughs> Old family joke there. Um, all right, here's a, here's a real serious one. This is from our jokester out there. I hate when my windshield fogs up and the defroster takes forever. Can you install windshield wipers on the inside of your car? Ha, 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 ha. Why, why, wait a minute. Wait a minute. See, there you go. Out of the box. Meant to be a joke. Why not? Why not? I, I'm sure if I think hard, I'll come up I'm with tell, well, I don't reasons. know what it is about where we live, Nancy, but every time we get, in, it seems like, at certain times of year, every time we get in the car, there's a film on the inside of our windshield. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. why should, not an inside? You need to cover inside? your mouth when you sneeze, Dad. Ah, that's what it is. Yeah, and that's, that's where one of my hats uh, come into play. Hey, I, I, Between I'll, your eyeglasses and your windshield, I'll bet you I'm a you very Google, busy girl. I'll bet you if you Google inside windshield wipers, you will find uh, that there are some. There's, you know, what I found now, if you can think about it, Google has already been there. Yep. And they'll tell you something about it. So we'll, we'll Google that, but we'll move along to another. Okay, just two more, and then uh, yeah. I think we can hit the shopping report. Um, Argo AI, the autonomous vehicle technology startup backed by Ford and VW, has landed a permit in California that will allow the company to give people free rides in their self-driving vehicles. Do you see this happening in Florida anytime soon? Wow. Is that, I mean, I haven't looked at it. I hope so. I want to ride in one. That is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. I I, I love the idea. Yeah, I did. There was something in Las Vegas. That, uh, a self-driving taxi or something? Uh, something, yeah. They had something uh, in Las Vegas uh, a long time ago. When I was dying, uh, I almost wanted to go to Las Vegas just to try it out. But I think that's a great promotion, great idea, and I hope they do that. Yeah, me too. Exciting stuff. And the last one is an inventory question. It says, if you had a lot filled with Corolla L's, would you have any problem selling them? I have been looking for one and can't find any. Um, the Corolla L is the entry-level Corolla, um, the, the far more popular model and much easier to find would be the Corolla LE. Um, I'm sure if we had Corolla Ls on the lot, we would sell them because there's just so few cars out there. But I think, uh, you know, I'm just guessing here, there's probably 10 LEs made for every L. So um, it's a small price differential. I say just go for the LE. And reminds me, uh, before we go to the mystery shopping report, uh, going back to my ingenious idea, of going to a car dealership and saying, I'm on the Costco Autobike program. Will you agree 
to sell me that car that I want to buy if I order it from the manufacturer. Can't buy one of the lot. You have to buy one that's not there and will not be there for hopefully a month or two. And hopefully three months would be better. And you get the option in your vehicle buyer's order contract to use the Costco price at the time of delivery. Because the Costco price requires that the dealer give you the lowest price that he'll sell that car for to anybody. Today, he's selling everybody cars at high prices, so the Costco price is sky high. It's still the lowest price, but it's still a high price, if you follow me. So you say, I will pay, today is July 31st, on uh, November 15th, I want to be able to buy that car that I ordered at the Costco price on November the 15th. And it will be thousands of dollars less than they'll charge you today. That's a cool way to buy a car. You have to wait for your car, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you'll be able to save and lock in the very best price. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Sound advice. And, and there's a lot of a lot of different uh, situations that that is applied to when you buy something at that price right then and there and mm. they put it on hold and you'll mm. you know they'll recognize that price mm. whenever you purchase the car maybe we can test that with a mystery shopping report for next week yeah. sounds like a great idea see if it works yeah. you know um real quick uh, there was a newspaper article in the palm beach post money section uh that you brought to my attention uh you and Stu had addressed it a couple of weeks ago and that is uh how drivers can cash in uh, by ending a lease early yeah. and uh, if you still have that addition or you can pull it up on the internet it is the Palm Beach Post and it's in the uh, money section excellent point when you uh, have a lease and you've got the a game month is changing when Big you time. have a couple of months to go uh, the dealer is begging you to bring that in early and he won't tell you that he's going to take that car and sell it for more than the option price because the market value is much higher, probably. So uh, don't let him grab your advantage. You get the advantage. You say, I know what my car's worth. If you want it, this is what you're gonna pay me for it. And if you don't want it, I'll take it somewhere else and, and I'll be able to sell it and pay the car off with the, and still take care of the residual and come on ahead. If you want my business, then you buy it from me. Yeah. Another article that appeared also that got our attention was, uh, wow. Everyone has been there, I believe. I have, and that's co-signing for a car. Don't do it. What a strain that can put on a relationship, and unless it's really necessary, uh, where typically, uh, you know, they don't have a credit history, the the it's a laundry list of things that you take into consideration. Don't co-sign. When you co-sign, you co-sign with your heart, but uh, cash trumps. Um, what is it? sentimentality something like that shred carefully yeah and at any rate uh mystery shop schumacher buick gmc of north palm beach mm -hmm. and uh schumacher auto group one of the older auto groups in south florida established over 50 years ago you know uh i bet you very few people except me and john from palm city remember <laughs> the silent <laughs> the, generation the buick dealer before that was uh cochran buick on okachobe boulevard cochran buick and uh his daughter and uh, I'll lapse into uh, male chauvinism, was a real hottie. And she was, uh, I went to high school with her. Her name was Liz Cochran, and she dated George Hamilton, the movie star. 
used to be a movie that star. really tan guy yeah the really thin guy with the really tan oh the poor and that girl was, that was ed cocker the buick dealer <laughs> and dick schumacher came down from chicago and bought out ed cochran i met george not yeah. impressed yeah okay i digress okay so i digress again as i earl digress douglas stewart his tan turned me off and he brought his family uh, and six successful careers a shooter yeah in chicago and uh in 1971, uh, Schumacher Buick, and then he opened up a whole bunch of more stores. Uh, Chuck Schumacher uh, joined the family business and, uh, and sold cars. He was a salesman, worked for his dad, and uh, then he took over the empire and expanded the empire. Mm -hmm. uh, their current television advertising is, is well known if you're in this market. If it's not, it's worthwhile going on YouTube to, to pick up a Schumacher uh, commercial. Mm -hmm. uh, it's unique and, and it's low-key. It's um, classy. Got class. And his, uh, his uh, motto is, come join the family. Yes. Join oh, the boy. family. And the way he says it, so mellow. Join the family. So join. warm and inviting. Warm yeah. family, yeah. Very, very, very Absolutely. passionate. Uh, at any rate, um, respected dealer, good scores, uh, and he has 13 dealerships in this area. Schumacher projects an image of sophistication, refined experience. Uh, their marketing focuses on their reputation and calmer buying process. Their online reputation, it's not foolproof, uh, a way of gauging uh, good customer treatment, but it's something you should check out. And they've got good Google reviews, right? They, they, and they I'm do. sure they're... Uh, the rest of them are... The store we shopped has a 4.5 rating yeah. with a couple thousand reviews, yeah. so that's pretty good. You should always check hmm. on the number of reviews and the uh, score of the review. Not to say that someone with fewer reviews or lower reviews is necessarily bad, or the one that has a whole bunch of reviews is necessarily good, but it's a, it's a good indicator. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, it's been about a year since we shopped at Schumacher store. We thought it's time... Uh, to check in on the family. And we're laughing about that, Josh and I, because I had lunch with my sons, uh, Josh and Jason, the other day, and I said to my son, Jason, I'm called a customer, and uh, you spoke to him. And I, and I said, oh, my son Jason spoke with you. He said, I didn't know he was your son. I said, well, yeah, he is my son. Uh, so I said to Jason at lunch, I said, why didn't you tell this customer you were my son? He said, well, Dad, he says, I told him I was, I was, uh, I was part of the Stewart family. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, you mean like the Schumacher family, <laughs> uh -huh. which is, you know, uh, this little, that's a little inside joke for us. Yeah, and I have to mention that I, have, I also have lunch with my daughters on Wednesday. Yes, you do. But they do uh, ask me, those are your daughters? I thought they were your sisters. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, we found an ad on the website promising a new 2021 Buick Encore lease. For $185 a month with $0 down. Now, that's a heck of a deal, isn't it? <laughs> Particularly in today's uh, super high prices. Zero down, $185 down. Zero down, $185 a month. This sounds, I skipped one here. This sounds like a hell of a deal, especially in today's market. Of course, there are a few lines of fine print, okay? A close look under a microscope reveals, it's a, they say, all leases are zero down. First payment, is, is here's what you need. First payment, tax, title, tag, registration and dealer fees, plural, options, and I can't be dealer options because that'd be in the, in the MSRP, are extra. So those are dealer installed. 
must have least loyalty in the household, and that's not clearly explained. Nope. And they use a base uh, MSRP. Oh, base. So they they actually excluded the factory options too. Apparently, we'll see. Yeah, must uh, take from the dealer stock. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> that's good, and that goes to my Costco. That, that goes to my uh, Costco thing. Order the car. Don't take anything from dealer stock. You can buy a car if you order the car, and then you stipulate the price in the future price, and you stipulate that as a Costco price. Okay, starting to sound like this offer is too good to be true, and that's how we do most of our mystery shops. Agent Lightning is taking some well-deserved time off, so we called in a brand new mystery shopper, Agent Storm, to investigate. Operation report, it was mid-afternoon, I arrived at the dealership. I was glad not to see an intimidating pack, uh, we call them the wolf packs. Ooh. You see them at various dealerships, <laughs> standing around, lur lurking, in the shadows, waiting. Upon entering the building, I was quickly greeted by a friendly man named Scott. He introduced himself and asked how he could help. I told him I was shopping for my daughter, uh, who's in college and she needs a small SUV and a low monthly payment. I showed him the Bu Buick Encore lease advertisement that I printed from their website, and he escorted me to an office. He repeatedly mentioned how low their inventory was and warned me that selection was limited for the Buick Encore. Now that could be good and bad. I mean, uh, you say, well, you don't beat me up with this, but that's true. I mean, he might have not mentioned it uh, and not prepared you. So uh, he was telling you the truth. He showed me a few options on his computer, but he didn't have any in the, on their lot. He'd have to go uh, get a car from their West Palm Beach location. Uh, and that's only 10 miles away. Luckily, they, they did have one in West Palm Beach, so you got Schumacher Buick West Palm, Schumacher Buick in North Palm. Uh, and the one in West Palm had the MSRP I was looking for, or at least the one that was advertised, 25,935, that matched the advertised lease. Lucky day. But then he informed me that I would need to have prior leasing history. Now the snakes come out of the hat. <laughs> Back to quality, Buick quality, quality. You have to... Uh, to qualify. Oh, yeah, to qualify, yeah. So uh, that expands over the normal one that you leased a car before, I think. Anybody in the family uh, leases a car qualify? Uh, we don't have that at Toyota, but yeah. I, I see that on some other manufacturers. Probably the family household. I, I can't... In the house. Yeah, yeah, where are you going to register the vehicle? I mean, you, you can't go to 23andMe and say, I got a yeah. third cousin. Yeah. <laughs> we share 2% of our DNA, and yeah. they're in you know, <laughs> Scotland. Yeah. Although that's something to remember if they didn't put that in there but in the household. are we all related? <coughs> we are all related. Yeah, we, we come from a common ancestor. We come from, so. we come from a gorilla in uh, Africa. So, so therefore, I, I have a prior Buick lease then. I'm sure Absolutely. someone Real unrelated good. to that. <laughs> we all qualify. You're dangerous, Josh, because you lure me into digression. Yeah, I know. And, uh, <laughs> but, but, but it's so much fun. Yeah, I'm so excited to see what's gonna, what you're going to say. Okay. Okay. Time to end the show. I'm only kidding. Don't turn off, don't turn off the, the radio or whatever you're listening or watching. As I did, um, okay. They did not have any encores on the lot. Uh, he offered me to show me a pre-owned. I like this part here. They offered to show me two, uh, 2018 and assured me there was no difference in the 2021. Now, uh, I wonder what he would say in normal times uh, 
why waste your money on this 2021? There's so much difference between is the same car. Okay. Uh, I'm looking for my medication. <laughs> we took a quick look. He did not ask me to take a test drive. That's another uh, lack of professionalism. Uh, and it only would occur during a situation when he knows you're going to have to buy the one car he's got. So why try to persuade you when he's in the driver's seat, he's going to charge you all the money for the car, and you're going to pay it, or he's going to say, bye-bye, I'll sell it to the next sucker that comes in will buy a car from me today at this ridiculous price. Now back at his desk, he offered me some water, always water. Uh, we don't offer free water, do we? Yes, we do. We do. We have Absolutely. A cooler. We have a cooler with ice-cold, yeah. spring-filtered yeah. water. Cool, clear water. <laughs> we even have a water station for your dogs. I almost lapsed. That's oh. right. There's a song that usually lapses. That's into. important. Haven't got time for that. Uh, cool, clear. No, I wasn't. <laughs> His sales manager appeared and introduced himself as Ben. He told me there was no pressure to buy today. Of course not. Uh, in fact, you either buy or out of here because that's the price. But no pressure. And no pressure. But this deal was over at the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> today was the 29th. Yeah. By the way, uh, Tomorrow's the 31st. That's the end of the month. And today's the 31st. Today's the 31st. And, and tomorrow we still have the end of the month because some of the car dealers stretch it today. Yeah, the, the fiscal month ends on Monday. Yeah, so you got an extra couple of days to get hosed if you want to uh, or, pay too much or money. Or taken well care of. <laughs> yes, exactly. He then presented me uh, a computer printout with lots and lots of figures. I was impressed with this. I'm just going to flash it on the screen. But it's just a lot of detail, and uh, it looks legal, it looks official, it almost looks like they're not hiding anything, but they're hiding a lot of stuff in there, and uh, here's some of the stuff they're hiding. Um, well, I'll just go over the stuff that they're hiding. Yeah, we listed it right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what they're hiding is the electronic filing fee, uh, which is profit to the dealer. Uh, it's also electronic filing agency fee. For three hundred and seventy-nine dollars, it might it might cost Schumacher ten bucks for sublet that. Uh, so he charged you three seventy-nine. Was that a three thousand uh, percent markup? Uh, temp tag fee uh, that should be overhead expense twenty-five dollars and seventy-five cents. Nickel and dime and you on that rental surcharge. I don't even know what that is. That's part of the lease. Uh, oh, it is. Part of the lease registration. Work. It should be included yeah. in the payment, and they're adding it on after they quote you the payment. Uh, dealer administrative fee. That's pure dealer profit. Nine ninety five. That's the standard generic dealer fee, and they call theirs dealer administrative fee. Cap reduction tax. Uh, that's sales tax, right? Well, there's a tax on the amount of like money you put down yeah. on the cap cost reduction yeah. so that's the tax on this yeah. rebate and all the other yeah. stuff you're putting out of pocket and then there's a tax on the fees that's totally not legitimate mm -hmm. because they're charging the fee for profit then you're putting your tax on it and the county taxes that's legitimate and uh customer cash is cap reduced. 12 dollars and 26 cents it's like they wanted a nice even number to add up to nickel dime there anyway uh they're adding that no down payment $2,650. Most people think when they see no down payment, that means not out of pocket. I don't have to come up with any cash. Well, that cash you don't have to come up with is $2,650 on the Schumacher Buick lease. But the best part 
is what the payment actually was. Yeah, well, here we go. <laughs> Stand by. You better be sitting down for this. And the payment. As is John th- would say. The payment is $395 that you're supposed to pay $189 for. So the zero out of pocket, the zero down payment is really, well, I say $2,650, and the $189 is really $395. Uh, what can I tell you? This is how they treat the family. <laughs> I'd, hate, I'd hate to see what they do to you, a stranger. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, I laugh every time I see Schumacher's commercial, and I like Chuck. And uh, he, he should he's, get a new he's suit. He's a class act. I liked his father. With all that money and, he's making. Uh, and, but there, <clears throat> there is no family. Chuck's in Montana. He's not even in the dealership. So there is no uh, family there. except You're the family. Join the family. Anyway, uh, there you are. That's a tough one, isn't it? Uh, well, how much time we got? Yeah, we got a lot of time. Uh, think about this uh, advertise. Uh, think about this uh, score on the shopping report, because he is on a recommended list, and we do uh, we do great on the curve. And this is deceptive advertising. I don't care if Chuck's my friend. I have to say it's deceptive, and uh, we got to vote on it. So send us in those votes mm-hmm. anywhere, right? In, in the meantime, I have a, a text here from someone who must have used to work for Chuck. Ah. This, this mm. is from Mark. He says, Chuck's motto when I was a kid here was, nobody walks. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That was the, that was the original. And that was a, that's a hard school. That's great. It was funny Thanks, because Josh. he used it on television. He used it on television. And in, 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 in the parlance of the dealer vernacular, Nobody walks as hardcore sales manager talks to all the salesmen in the morning and they're all getting motivated and pumped up. He says, now listen, let me tell you something. When we get a body on that showroom floor, nobody walks and nobody gets out of here till I talk to them because I'm going to sell them a car. Nobody walks. And they translated that into nobody walks. I mean, <laughs> that's, uh, that's brilliant. It, I mean, what it means is they break your legs. And you're not going to leave until you buy a car. That's nobody walks. They drive out, or they, <laughs> or they're on a stretcher. <laughs> so we got to vote on that. YouTube, uh, uh, anonymous feedback, uh, text. Uh, yeah, Mark comes in with misleading ads. D minus. I think that's very generous. D minus. Okay. And Marie's in here. She says, "I guess I'll have to disown the family." <laughs> Bait and switch. Solid F. <laughs> yep. Anyone on YouTube there, Rick? Oh, I've got a stack. Uh, Tom, D minus for deceptive and redundant fees. Mark Smith with a D. Wayne with a D minus. Steve with a D. Andrew, below Schumacher standards, F. Mark Ryan, D minus. Brian with a D. Mark Anderson, who's Mark from St. Louis, D, too many phony numbers. And I've got Guy Larrabee with all the not so hidden fees. I give them a D. Bit of poetry. Yeah, I like it when it rhymes. We got John Jonathan in Wellington says I should charge them a nine hundred and ninety nine dollar electronic grading fee. <laughs> I think that's fair. I like that. Yeah. yeah. What's your vote, Josh? I, I, What's I have, your grade? I have to go with an F. It's just it's blatant. It's blatant deception. One eighty five with zero down turns in, turning into three ninety five with twenty six fifty down is. I mean that's a 
difference of eight thousand dollars and if you add it up so yeah. that, that's just that's yeah. shameless yeah definitely mm -hmm. uh, very degrading and their defense uh, of course is uh, well we did disclose it it's in the fine print and uh it's a shame on the uh, state attorney general's office and the federal trade commission for not enforcing the laws but you know it, it says in the fine print that um, you must have lease loyalty to qualify but i doubt there's an eight thousand dollar lease loyalty incentive out there so I mean, that's, it, yeah. you, can't, you can't even make the, uh, the math work. No, definitely not. Not even with a calculator. Mm -hmm. uh, I am going to give them an F. Um, I was talking to Jax, who is uh, one of our youngest listeners, and he says that he's <coughs> going to simply stick with the autonomous uh, shuttle up in, uh, at uh, Traditions called Tim. And uh, that's the way he's going to roll. Mm. Smart, smart, smart <laughs> kid. <laughs> Bob gives them an, an F. Another F. Mm -hmm, it's a lot of Fs. And I've got Kit Kat with a D minus and J Lady with an F. And for me, I'm I'm gonna go with the crowd on this. I'm gonna go with a D minus because they're they're there, but I think you've just gotta do yeah, your homework yeah, and you're I'm, ready for it. I'm gonna give them uh, I was gonna do a C minus, I told Nancy. Yeah, I'll make I was that surprised. A, I'm gonna make that a D minus. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep them on there. D and minus heads up to Chuck if you're out there, you probably don't know about this. You got too many stores now, Chuck. You need to keep an eye on the store and check your advertising. But I'm gonna let you slide with a D minus. But uh, we'll be back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, uh, you work on a brand for so many years and a family. And you just, you know, you, you want it to go on and on and on. But then you start to just uh, reach these depths that you don't really need to. Uh, Chuck has made a lot of money. Uh, he certainly can afford a new suit, that's yeah. for sure. Um, and he hasn't bought one yet. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, as I told you earlier, I can't see my main man. And that's uh, Jonathan. And I see by his uh, digits over there we got four minutes but so i'm going to take a moment and mention uh earl's latest column uh which is uh plays right in with our show and it's uh, everything you'll ever need to know uh, about how not to get ripped off by a car dealer and it is a great read give, give a shout out to our daughter out there she's listening to the show oh yeah lisa is she is listening to and the jackson, show is jackson yeah jackson he's in oh, he's uh, infatuated with that our, our great baritone voice of yours hi jackson <laughs> hey hi jackson are you smiling jackson it's he's, great grandpa I, he's reading the newspapers <laughs> we got one other quick question here Earl, if you got a moment uh Robert Nichols is asking, what do you guys usually advertise in terms of leases? Um, answer that, Josh. Uh, Southeast Toyota has um, standard lease offers, and we just pass those along. Yeah, and they're, I don't like their advertising because they put the money down in the fine print, too. And they do the TV ad mm -hmm. with a big fat payment. So you see a payment, and there's usually a $5,000 down payment hidden in the fine print. So Toyota, the manufacturers, are doing the same thing that Schumacher does. They hide the truth in the fine print. That's true, but at least there is truth in the fine print, unlike Schumacher. There's truth in the fine print, but the fine print is against the law by the Federal Trade Commission, and we don't have time to go into that. But it is against the law not to have full disclosure in big print. 
Okay, we're going. Uh, we're okay, out of here. ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to Earl Stewart on Cars. We so appreciate your company. We appreciate your feedback on YouTube, Facebook, and all of our callers. Stay tuned next week. Next Saturday at 8 a.m., we'll be right back here. Have a wonderful weekend.